We are Summer Nerdy Radio. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And this is a one-shot. Our one-shot special about... Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah. Because now they've done screwed up things so much that we have to say Ghostbusters 2016. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. No, obviously. no, 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 no. Obviously, this you can is tell, already aggravating. You can, al- you can already see where our tone is about this movie. We both saw it. We saw it opening week. So, you know, it was no boycotting. There was nothing. No, no, no. no. I was... Go- I said we said in the podcast that we were definitely going to go see it and see it was an open mind. So this is a unbiased, up, I say unbiased. It, it, okay, it's it's as unbiased as a biased person can be. Yeah. That loves that Ghostbusters defined our lives. Right. I've liked Ghostbusters since the day I was born, basically. Mm-hmm. Some of my dad, the earliest memories he talks about me as a baby or a child, he would say he you you would always just. Ghostbusters. <laughs> I want to watch Ghostbusters. So, uh, before we get really heavy into it, this is a one-shot. This is separate from our regular podcast. We're just going to pick one subject, then we talk about it. This is our second one. Check out our last one. It was all about San Diego Comic-Con. Um, it's just me and Critter today. No danger. Danger will hopefully join us on the next full podcast, which should be sometime at the end of the month. Next month. Not No, this month. At the, sometime at the end of this month. It's happening. Point it's is, happening. It's sometime. happening. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter. And you, if you want to get into contact with the show, it's somewhat nerdy radio, radio at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you for that. So let's get right into it. Thumbs up or thumbs down for Ghostbusters? From from me? Yeah. Thumbs down. Yeah. I, I would give it a D minus if I had to rate it. Yeah. I'm probably going to D, D minus. It was bad. There, okay, you know what? We're going to start with the pros. There's some there are some positive things that I did like about it. Actually, there's there's something that's been really crappy that's happening right now, too. Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. She took the brunt of the hate for this movie and is unfairly given to her. Well, undeserved. Like, she, to me, she was the least annoying character. She was a very likable character. Likable character. She was actually funny. The two times I laughed out loud were because, because of her. her. Um, I really... Uh, and I'm going into the movie, I thought she was going to be the character I didn't like. I was like, they're going to use a stereotypical character. She's going to be over the top. She was not. She was not. She was actually I like very her. pleasant. I would wa- I want her to be in another Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. The other cast, they can get, they fire everybody else. I don't really care. She was fine in the movie. She, At least she was written the best out in the movie. She was a character that didn't annoy me to no end. The characters were pretty much annoying. All of them. Especially Chris Hemsworth, uh, Hemsworth's character. Completely. He, he Okay, so he was funny. I'll give you that. But, but he they, was annoyingly they, funny. They beat the horse. He like, was he's so, dumb. We so understand. stupid. I mean, like, annoy- it was like Zoolander was in Ghostbusters. That's how dumb yeah, he was. Yeah. And that, now, that being said, one of my favorite lines he said, he's like, oh, I just took the glasses out oh. of it so I can just scratch my eye and I don't get fingerprints on it. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed. And then every time he hit something loud, he covered his eyes like, oh, that was loud, right? And you're like, okay, okay. Now, this... That character does not belong in the Ghostbuster movie. No. Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig, they had some very good chemistry together, obviously, because they've, they've... They done, know each other. They've yeah. And they do... Uh, they're both funny women, so and they have a lot of great banter. However, the banter that was written for them was bad. It was goofy. It was basically Scooby-Doo if they hunted... We're go- supposed to be underneath the, the positive things right now. This is still positive. <laughs> this is positive? I'm talking okay. about like how their chemistry was well. Okay, okay. And, gotcha. you know, so that was good. All of that aside... Again, again um... I do like the way the ghosts look. 
I have a problem was what the ghosts they use, but I do like the way they look. They look very Haunted Mansion to me. I've said over and over again, I love Haunted Mansion designs. I don't think they should have been in a Ghostbusters movie. I think we should have get Ghostbuster ghosts, you know, the monster looking things. There was no monster looking things other than them shoving uh, Slimer into the movie for no reason whatsoever. And he had a girlfriend. And he had a girlfriend magically just because... Never, Why not? never happened. Never, like it doesn't make any sense. I like the cameos, all of them. Janine's cameo was, was amazing. There's yeah. a lot of great references to the original Ghostbusters and Ghostbuster cartoons. Did you get the feeling like Bill Murray, like just like I'm contractually, um, I know I have to be here. I do not have to enjoy being here because that was completely phoned in. Yeah, it, his his junkets that he's been going to, he looks annoyed. Yeah. You know? And it's leaked out from the Sony stuff that he was contractually, he had to say positive things about the movie. Yeah. Like, some of the other guys, like Ernie Hudson, he's, he, he's, he's a hero. Yeah, he, like, he's been fine, a hero. Right? I mean, yeah. like, he has been, he, I think he got reprimanded a bit, and I think he... See, at first he was pretty down in the mouth about the movie, but then they signed him to a contract so he can be in the movie... Then he can't say anything bad about it. Well, then plus he got a paycheck. And then everybody going, oh, Dan Aykroyd said the movie's really good. He owns the thing. He has to say it's good. Like, he owns it. I did like his cameo, too. I did. I, that being said, I did like and it. And I really liked I, I really liked what they did with Harold Ramis, his bust in the very beginning. It was very subtle. It was very, and it, it was, it, it was, was very cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so those are the positives. All and right. that's it. I don't have any I don't have a whole lot. To say. When I walked into this theater to see it, opening week. It was completely empty. It was it was me and my girlfriend, and then we got there right when the movie was starting, and there, it was completely empty. Two other people showed up after us when we'd been through the trailers. So I took my daughter on a Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, for breakfast, and we have a, a movie theater here where you can go and eat at the same time. It's, it's like a chain, a, so movie tavern. Yeah, I'm movie sure tavern a... if they have them. Uh, so for breakfast... We sat down. We're the only people in the movie theater. I asked the waitress. I was like, are we the only ones there? She's like, y'all the only ones that reserve seats. Ten minutes into the movie. The movie's already started for ten minutes. Two other people walked in. Just like, I don't know if they were just like passing by and they're like, let's go see a movie. What do y'all got open right now? Oh, Ghostbusters? Yeah, sure. And then they sat down and watched the movie. Ten minutes after the movie, they missed the whole entire opening of the movie. We're not the only ones. There's tons, all my, like everyone that I know that went and seen the movie saw this movie by themselves. They're like, they had private screenings of it. Yeah, it, it was very much like that. And it's opening week. I can understand if it's been out for three weeks. Oh, yeah. Like this, this coming weekend, probably nobody should be on it in like in the middle of the day, Saturday, something like that. But this movie should have been packed. At least, at least enough where you're like, okay, well, there's someone in each row. So you have right. to, yeah. This movie starts up and I felt like. Some of the lines that were coming from the tour director seemed like a, a satire movie. It, 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 it very you know much had its own spoof. It's like the director, Paul Feig. Paul Feig. Sure. He committed to making this as bad as he possibly could. I don't know why. He writes the same way in every one of his movies. I don't like necessarily his writing style. It can be funny, but he writes basically a Big Bang type of comedy story but more raunchy he is a raunchy the writer first real joke of the whole entire movie is a fart joke mm -hmm. the first real joke like where they're going for the laugh is a fart joke and his his pace he tried it like the movie was built exactly like ghostbusters pretty much yes except goofy but terribly but goofy like very goofily done i can't i would say the main problem with this movie is him. The, his writing, his directing, it was that bad. You take this cast, this visual effects director, you take maybe even the writer. The other writer? The other writer. You know what? Uh-uh. 
overhaul writing. It was uh, all okay. writing. Okay, you get rid of the writing team and the director. Take the same cast because I, I think this cast in somebody else's hand would have been completely fine. I, I, yes. Again, I don't care they're girls. That like the, I, I don't care about that. I want an entertaining movie. And as I said on a f- previous podcast, I don't. I, this movie wasn't made for me. It wasn't I made know, for any I don't Ghostbuster know who, fan. No, no, I don't know who this movie was made for. It wasn't made for Ghostbuster fans. He should have known that this franchise developed. Not, I mean, obviously us, but millions of people have like worship Ghostbusters. Nobody walked into this movie theater and was like, and walked out and was like, man, I love Ghostbusters now. Like Ghostbusters, I, I'm a fan of Ghostbusters. Yeah, it didn't change anyone's life, and that's that's the thing about Ghostbusters that really offended me is the fact that he took this franchise that molded people into ghostbuster likeness to like i'm a little bit embarrassed now <laughs> i'm a little bit embarrassed because now if you now i always have to say talk about no, no, ghostbusters, old ghostbusters. Uh, two, uh, i'm talking about uh, uh 1984 not 2016 yeah like and that aggravates me now we have to justify not justify we have to point out which one that we're talking about oh we're talking i'm not talking about the new one and also, we have to defend ourselves when someone says you just didn't like it because of women. And it's it's and not then, that. And then I'm going to direct them to this very podcast when I, I say some of the best parts of it was Leslie... Uh, Leslie Jones. Which is freaking awesome. She was great in the movie. I don't care. I, I really think these, these same actresses in somebody else's hands would have been a perfectly... It would have been an awesome movie. Maybe. Okay, so I'd say the acting between Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, and Leslie Jones was fine. Um, Rachel... Uh, uh, what is it? Kate McKinnon. Was annoying. Annoying. She was so weird. She was... Like, she played a really... I think she was supposed to be the Egon Spangler character. Because she looks... She has uh, ties or the nods to the real Ghostbusters Egon, which I've said before I really liked. I thought, I thought she was going to be the character that I'm like, oh, she's going to be cool. She has those ties. She was annoying. Annoying. Every time and, she and was on the screen, it wasn't funny. You, you, and you couldn't really peg her as like a character that you could identify at all. She she had some okay lines here and there. Like, but it was, she's so, she was so goofy and weird. I, I did not really like her character. And I don't know her. She's a Saturday Night Live. Everybody's from Saturday Night Live, right? Uh, All Melissa these, McCarthy is She's not? not? Okay. This felt like a really long Saturday Night Live skit. Well. At times. The thing is, original Ghostbusters, they were. Some they Saturday, were Saturday Night yeah. Live people, yeah. And, but. But it didn't feel like a Saturday Night Live no, skit. No, it didn't. And part of it is biased. From me, you know, because I I like the original so much. When they redid it, it kind of you know when you see it done so poorly and it met with so much con- uh, controversy, you get kind of like, okay, well, this is gonna be bad. And I went in as open as I could, but the way they fought ghosts was bad. Yeah, the, they the fought. They actually fought, fought ghosts. ghosts. They punched ghosts. Tune, and yeah. if if you talk to a lot of people about Ghostbusters, they say that the second Ghostbusters sucked. And the cartoon sucked. Now, I'm going to disagree. I like the second movie. I did, too. And I obviously love the cartoon. Yeah. Um, Was it cheesy? Yes. It was an 80s cartoon. And even the second movie, there's lots of things that don't make any sense that happens in the movie. But it's another Ghostbusters movie. It still had the same humor. It had the same characters acting the same character, same tone. The Statue of Liberty walking through the streets is not the best story plot ever. But you know what? It's fine. Somebody wrote that scene and they try to figure out how to put it into a movie. I'm okay with it. Okay. So, let's... Okay. So, the fighting of the ghosts was bad yes you know they're whipping them they're lassoing yeah the them. whole fight scene at the end when they're trying to get to the uh what is it uh oh the hotel when there's an obvious scene cut out right there the dancing scene that they've t- tacked on to the end i know for a fact not for a fact obviously I'm, I'm speculating here but that dancing scene was inside the movie oh you think oh it, it had to be and somebody was smart enough to go like y'all need to move this 
Because that dancing scene is tacked on to the end of the movie now. Yeah. It, it starts just like it ends uh, in the movie. Thor kind of sets everybody up in, at the end of the movie. I'm sure everybody remembers. Because he's magical now. And because he's a ghost, he can control everybody. Which is never explained. Never explained. And also, why is this... Okay, let's talk about the villain, Rowan. Yeah. Okay, Paul Feig, or Feig, must have been bullied as a kid. Yeah. Because all of his movies are about bullying, basically. Like, see, this, his is, main characters, this is my first movie I've ever seen of him. His main characters are always kind of bullied um, by outside people, and they treat them like they're very, like the main characters are very stupid. And, and he portrays the main characters that they're not stupid. They're just quirky and different, but, you know, they're really good people. Right. Uh, if you've seen Spy, this happened with Melissa McCarthy. You know, she's she plays this person that, like helps Jude Law, who is a super spy, and uh, something happens to him, and so she wants to go in as a field agent, and they're like, why Why would you be good as a field agent? And then, turns out she, she was really good as a field agent. She did really well at Quantico, but she didn't want to do that. And then, with Jude Law dis- disappearing or hurt or whatever, she wants to go find what happened, and so she becomes this really, really impressive spy, but everyone belittles her because she doesn't look the part of a spy. Right. He writes that into this movie, right, too. Yeah. They bully these four women. So if you want to look for misogynistic, it's within its own movie because they are bullies to them. Okay, so they're being bullied. The main villain is bullied, and that's his that's that's his reasoning for doing. Yeah, that's everything. the catalyst for the whole story. He was bullied. He basically belittled Columbine, like what happened in Columbine, to this. You know, he got bullied, so he's taking revenge into his own hands and destroying New York very loosely because. Story plot wise, he can build devices that attract ghosts to certain areas. No, he he finds where ghosts are through through some supernatural. And he powers up the wave lines. Yes, yeah. it's the some, ley lines. Yes, some loose thing like that. Uh, this is a bellhop at a hotel too that's able to build a giant device in the basement of the hotel without anyone knowing. Without anybody knowing, because he's creepy and nobody goes down there because he's down there. Because and they're mean to him. They're outwardly mean to him. Right. And they said, oh, my God, he's so weird. No one wants to be around him. I don't know anyone that's ever been bullied that bad, you know. And, and I was bullied in high I, school, so. I, I, I have been bullied. I've bullied bullies, you know, but it's not like that. I mean, he, he must have had a this rough This is childhood. coming from the director that called all nerds, because these are his words, uh, losers. that are sitting in their basements, typing on a computer, complaining about movies that are full of women. And this is coming from that director. While he's promoting the movie... He constantly makes fun of the people, his fan base, of this movie. They constantly said over and over again, the more hate we get, the more money we're going to make. This was their their marketing plan to belittle guys and anybody that badmouthed this movie. It did not work. It it, it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. Nothing. It's not going to make his budget back. Um, they're thinking the budget's like two hundred and fifty million dollars. After advertising, was out with after advertising, it maybe broke a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred million dollars uh, when we're recording this. Maybe. Which, which realistically is not super bad for a movie. It's not. But the amount of of hype that they put into this, it should have done better. I mean, I know some people are comparing it to Star Trek, which is another reboot franchise that right. has been. You know, there's a lot of true fans that don't like this. Movie. Right, right, right. And me, you but know, they go I, see it. I and I was, and they didn't belittle anybody. They didn't say, "All oh. you original Trekkies, we don't care what your opinion is. Op- opinion is, we're gonna do what we want to do because screw you. This is our movie." And they were J.J. Uh, Abrams was very. He's like, "Give it, give it time. Come see it before. If you don't like it after you see it, that's fine. But we come see it. We didn't get that. Was even Ghostbusters? It's like, oh, you don't like it? You suck. 
You're yeah. a loser. You're a loser sitting in your mother's basement. Yeah, they, they really attacked a lot a lot of things. And then it, it put a lot of people on edge. And that's when people get even meaner because then they attack back. And then fans, us as fans, look horrible yeah. to everyone else. They're like, oh, I can't believe. And then it create this hate breeds hate. And so everyone's just hating, hating, hating. And nothing got accomplished besides a really bad movie was made with a really great potential and it was just ruined because this guy does not know how to make a movie, write a good movie. I mean, when he, mo- I've seen all of his movies, and they're can That's be funny. Yeah. Well, it, I had to see him because I, you know, girlfriend. No. Oh, you just, just saw him. I saw him because when the Ghostbusters thing was coming out, I'm like I oh, have so to you went know back more and, about. Oh, him. see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you did research. I didn't do any research. I watched them. They are blips. Like, okay, so some his movies can be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, everybody always Don't tells care. me Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Yeah, Bridesmaids was his first one. It was okay. It's it's. I think it got a lot of things because it was one of the first girl major uh, comedy movies. Right, right. But it was raunchy comedy. Right. So all of his movies are raunchy comedy. All of them. So they're all rated R or heavy PG thirteen if they are PG. See, I didn't watch Ghostbusters and go. I want to go see this other dude's movies. Like, no. I'm going to avoid him like the plague now. No, Ivan Reitman. You know, every time he made a movie since Ghostbusters, I'm like, I'm checking that out. Yeah, exactly. Even Evolution, which was I actually like that movie. I did too. too. So. But it had a very Ivan Reitman feel to it. This is not doing well for Sony. Sony was thinking this was going to be their new franchise. Yeah, they had the whole Ghostbuster world set up. There's, there's supposed to be another, a cartoon coming out. Yeah, I wonder if they're even going to do that. This is a lot of money that Sony is bound to lose. They thought this was going to be. I don't know why, because I mean, they, they Sony put all their eggs in this basket. They were banking on this making money. Uh, they had no other big releases this summer. Uh, all the money went towards this movie. This is documented. This is an opinion, either. It's supposed to be a blockbuster. This is supposed to be a blockbuster franchise startup. It it should be close to it, well, maybe not Finding Dory numbers because that I mean obviously it's Pixar and you knew it was going to and do Finding well. Dory just made more money than any movie's ever made. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's at half a billion right now. Yeah, right. I mean, um, and it's still in the top ten in the box office, and it's been out for what over a month. And even try to say face the the weekend that Ghostbusters came out, which last weekend, two weekends, two ago. weekends ago, they are announcing. Oh, they're going to make a sequel. They're oh, we're guaranteed. Oh, a sequel's already in the works. If you're a Sony executive and you're willing to put more money into a Ghostbusters franchise, are you trying to throw away money? I don't understand it. Based on what are you saying? Hey, we're going to make a sequel on. Maybe if they do. New director. New director and new it'll writing. Have no budget. New director, new writing. $100 million budget. Maybe. Move it. Yeah. Move it. I mean, come on. Keep this. Go ahead and keep the cast. Keep the ca- I, don't care. I didn't say anything about the cast. I said new writer, new writers, new director. Move this along. Right. Forget this happened because this is going to be a blip, like you said earlier, on anybody's radar. This is a forgettable movie. The, the only thing that's going to resonate through the through time about this movie the is is the controversy that it yeah. had. That's it. And it, it's not going to make people... It, people will watch the movie out of curiosity and go, wow, that I, movie was not that I good. I actually have a theory that the DVD sales for this movie is going to be very good. Like, because people didn't want to go see it in the theater, so they'll wait till it gets home. So secondary market, I think, is going to probably be good where it'll make up... You know, that's where a lot of movies make up yeah, their Kevin money, Yeah, Kevin Smith too. is notorious for that. And I think that's a, where it's going to get a lot of its money back, so maybe they'll get their budget back. But that's not enough to be like, we're going to make another one of these. Yeah, especially when there's a lot of good franchises out there that should have been continued. Another thing that really aggravates me about this, and this will be the last point, is we're trying to start closing out right here. Because of this movie... Because of this exact movie, we will not get another Ghostbusters movie for a while. If they're smart, 10 years. 
five, if, maybe. If they were smart, they would continue on producing Ghostbuster themed things. The Ecto, uh, the Ecto cooler, uh, which we're drinking right now. It's amazing. It's still great. The toys launch, and you notice that they, when they launch toys, they relaunch the new toys and the old ones and the old ones. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see what the, what the numbers are for each one. I'm sure the new ones are selling because yeah, because Mattel like released. They're like, oh, uh, uh, the Ghostbuster toys are selling outrageously, uh, way better than we thought it was going to. Duh. You're releasing Ghostbusters stuff, and Ghostbusters stuff hasn't been released heavily in a long time. You're putting Ghostbusters out on the shelf. People like me, people like Critter, are going to spend money on Ghostbusters stuff. I go stuff. to the store every day. Oh, every time I go to the store and look for Ecto Cooler. Ne- they never have they it. They never have it. But... but I go and look. So, like we talked, I think, in the last podcast. I, th- one of the, the things I'm very happy about the movie is that there is merchandise in, in stores with Ghostbusters on it. That's something we haven't had in a very long time. In closing... I didn't like the movie, so... It was a bad movie. It was nothing... The pacing was weird. The characters were annoying. The villain was So stupid. flat and completely undeveloped. Completely undeveloped. It, it, there was... They, they somehow made me not like Chris Helmsworth. Chris, that's, yeah. that's very hard. Yeah, and he, like I said, he was funny, but he that kind of humor did not belong in Ghostbusters. And, and, and even on top of that, I really went into the movie thinking... I wanted to be wrong. No, I I didn't even think I thought I was going to be wrong. I thought I thought I was going to be wrong. I and if I didn't, it wasn't wrong. I thought I was going to be. Oh, that was okay. Uh, at least I thought I was going to walk out and go, oh, this is okay. And I think I was like twenty minutes into the movie. Uh, I messaged you. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> I rolled my eyes. So I was. I'm pretty sure I saw my brain. I rolled my eyes so much. So and my daughter, she watched it. Okay, my daughter is six years old. Her favorite part of the movie, Slimer. Well, Slimer. Everyone loves Slimer. Other than that, my daughter will sit there and watch the original two Ghostbusters. She loves the cartoon. Extreme Ghostbusters is her favorite cartoon. Uh, Kylie is her favorite Ghostbuster. Who is a woman. Which is a woman. She She was a kick-ass woman. Yeah, yeah. She didn't care about this movie at all. Slimer was her favorite part of the movie. She goes, oh, Slimer has a uh, girlfriend. She's like, that was my favorite part of the movie. I was like, that was your favorite part. Of it. Like, that was five minutes. She's like, yeah, that was my favorite part. So she was, it didn't catch her. It, and my, my little girl didn't need the girl power to be like, oh, girls can be Ghostbusters. She already knew girls can be Ghostbusters. She didn't this movie, need this movie to tell her that, which was a failed point of the marketing strategy for this movie. Because now you alienated the whole other side of your fan base. I was not a fan. Chris was not a fan. This movie was bad. I, I encourage you to see it. Make your own decisions. Obviously. Um, Go see it, but try to keep an open mind, because uh, that's what we did. It might not sound like it. <sighs> it might not sound like it, I, I, but it, I really did keep an open mind. I review movies almost for a living, and I've been doing it for a very long time. I've always done it. I, I like... I watch a movie open-minded. I, I, and I can usually pick out things that I like and what I don't like, right. and uh, there's a lot I did not like about this. A lot. A lot. A lot. I mean, if I saw this and it wasn't a Ghostbuster movie... I it, would still wouldn't like it. It w- it would not be that good. He does not make good movies. Um, and you're right. If this wasn't a Ghostbusters movie and my wife suckered me into going, like, oh, I really like this director because you know, that's the kind of movies he makes, I still would have hated this movie. Yeah, it would, it would be something you're like, okay, it was okay, but I never want to see that movie Ever again. Ever again. Yeah. And now I've already forgot the name of that movie and I've moved on with my life. This was our our one shot for, for Ghostbusters. It was a review. Our um, review of Ghostbusters. We did not mean to offend anyone during the show, so if but we I'm did, pretty we, sure we did. We That's apologize fine. for that. And uh, if you have a, if you like this movie, let us know why. 
in the comment section right now i'll always leave it open you can comment all you want I, that's fine you can call us whatever names you want but keep at least it civil, have, though keep it somewhat civil but have your opinion have your facts backing it up have tell me why you think this movie was good give me the points counteract my points i i want to know i want to understand who this movie was made for it was not made for me it's not made for me so let us know in the comments or email us at someone nerdy Somewhat Why can I remember that? Or you can email us at somewhat, somewhat nerdy radio at gmail.com. What he said. Uh, um, we are on Facebook, and you can follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, check out our iTunes. Uh, leave us a rating on iTunes. And, and Stitcher. Stitcher, blah, blah, blah. podcast, uh, or Podbean. And make sure you check out the show notes. You can stream the, the podcast right on somewhatnerdy.com. I've been your host, Snark Chris. I almost Ritter. forgot my name, too. I need uh, This Ecto Cooler is getting to me. It's... it's it's just making you dumb because it's so good. And uh, hopefully we'll see you sometime at the end of the month with a full episode of Somewhat Nerdy Radio. So, good journey. Good journey.